Hello. Yeah, I am making elderberry syrup, and it makes me think about when I make elderberry syrup that I am probably a hippie. Someone told me that they said that I give off a hippie vibe, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't, that I was going through the things in my head. I was like, well, we compost, and we use mason jars for a lot of things. <laughs> I don't walk around with compost in my hands. I mean, do people just walk up to you and say, like, you must compost? I don't know. No, I don't think so. And it's interesting because I feel like, do I, like, I don't know. I was just thinking about this because I'm like, I've been told many times I put off a hippie vibe and I'm like, well, I, gar I do garden and I do, like, cloth diaper and I do... I don't know what else do I do that's like hippie-ish. Recycle. I don't know if that's hippiness. I try to use things now. I'm just like really frustrated. Is there a sneaky suspicious suspicion we're misappropriating the word hippie? Yeah. I feel like they stood for a lot of more things than recycling. I think hippie, I think hippiness is more like you don't, um, well like there was someone I said that, that said that they didn't wash their hair. Mm-hmm. Like, or something, or no, use deodorant for like a couple years or something like that. I use deodorant still. Is that hippie or stinky? I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? Stinky? There's Probably. A group of people called stinky people. Who are people who don't yeah. take baths and stuff. And maybe rub like. I mean, there is like the whole dry there. shampoo thing, which is supposed to make you not be able to have to wash your hair as much. I was, I don't know. I don't need to wash my hair that much anyway because it's curly. So maybe that's it. It's just like I don't look like I shower very often. That could constitute myself as a hippie. <laughs> uh, maybe that's it. Yeah, I'm going to go with that one. Sounds good. That's all I could think of because I don't think I'm that hippie-ish. I'm just money conscious and I like my vegetables and things to be local and I like to support the people around me that do things in a way that supports other people around them instead of though I do like have am we were just talking about Amazon subscriptions and trying to get rid of these things right oh yeah I was lamenting the fact that we pay $120 a year to one of the largest Companies has taken over all of retail in the world, and it's kind of just you pay it. It's kind of the gate of entry into Amazon land, and it's kind of weird because we used to not do that. I'm wondering if we could we could do it without it. I think we could. I feel like that could be a good challenge. Like next year, we should just not have Amazon mm -hmm. and just learn how our life is different. I don't know. I don't know if you're yeah, up for the challenge. Makes me hurt. Well, I mean, the idea about getting rid of Netflix instead of Amazon is not appealing. Because Amazon has some of Netflix, but it also has a, some of a bunch of other things. Yeah, I mean, but you're just playing into the fact, again, that Amazon is this giant company that owns everything. Right, so it's Netflix in a sense. Netflix has kind of taken over media. <laughs> yeah, I mean, is that... Then the reason you enjoy Amazon 
Prime is more so the media than you do the shipping and the... Well, I don't know. I mean, the shipping's awfully convenient. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we watch Netflix a lot more than Amazon. I think part of that is because it was we had Netflix before Amazon Prime Video. So it was right. kind of the default. Um, and then, you know, we've bought other things, like we have our Alexa, and it... There's a lot of things you do with Alexa without Amazon Prime, but there's some things you, you need Amazon Prime for. Uh, I found out I can I just found out I can download free video games with Amazon Prime. <laughs> they had a promo. So you're not ready to get rid of the big giant, is what you're telling me. Well, I feel like I can only get rid of one big giant at a time. Maybe. Okay, so maybe the first one is Netflix. Yeah, I need to I need to research the content. I mean, one thing that puts me off about Netflix lately is they're just like spamming the world with these Netflix originals. Like they're just like taking every like media property that's ever existed and just spamming new shows. And it feels like they're just shoveling stuff. Like I don't really get if a sense. If it's actually good quality or not. Yeah, like I'm sure some things are good quality and some things we have enjoyed, but like I look at some of them and it's just like, wow, that was just like a copy of like the lowest brow at possible entertainment you could find like mm. like some poor copy of like a, a you know 80s slasher fic, flicker or I don't know something okay just, just these these mass produced imitations that are like cost and nostalgia and that's it I think it would be good for us not to have Netflix because then we really would rely on the library more and I think that we would that is true I think it's a, like, I feel like our library is a good place mm-hmm. to have things come from. I don't know. Like, we have a good library. We have a really good library, I feel like. They don't, like, charge fees for a lot of things. You can reserve everything you want. And if you don't pick it up, oh, well, it just goes back on the shelves. And, like, you don't get charged for things that are unnecessarily charged. And there's, like, a lot of access to, like, the whole state of Ohio through our library. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can get there. And I, when I walk maybe, by the DVD section, there's a lot of stuff there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's on Netflix. But in also, the DVD section. Like, I think it's good because, in the sense that, like, maybe it's just it makes us have to work for things and appreciate them more, not having everything at our fingertips. It actually almost recreates the sensation I first felt with, um, Netflix streaming where you adjusted your taste to what was available on Netflix and now that just about everything in some sense is available on Netflix some of that mystique is gone like they just have you know something for every possible genre or take on a genre so going to the library could be the new version of that where you walk into the library and you see what's there and you adjust yeah. your taste to what's available yeah so I was wondering with that um so is Netflix something that is more monthly? Is that what it is? It's like ten dollars a month or something, or nine dollars a month, or twelve dollars yeah. a month. Yeah. Okay. It so might be that, a little bit less per year than Prime. I was just trying to think that might actually be the way to do it then. I might be able to justify we could buy ourselves a slightly nicer DVD player that actually plugs in with the right hookups to make the picture look okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because we inherited your yeah. We have my grandma's old DVD player that hooked in with composite cables. We are very thrifty. If you have <laughs> never noticed, I don't know. We have all used furniture in our house. Actually, yeah. Well, except for our dining room, 
because that was a gift. But our whole living room is pretty much used. I guess, okay, never mind. That was a, our beat up bookshelf over there is uh, where the Target Oh, yeah. Bookshelf. Yeah, we re a few years ago we refurnished our entire living room. Like we, we bought, originally when we got married, we used some of the, you know, money you get from people giving you gifts um, to buy like a expensive, you know, relatively expensive fire standards. Uh, fire standards, couch set, you know, which is not that sofa expensive. Sofa love seat, chair. And world, um, it promptly got just mangled by kids. Like Never buy white couches. It's yeah. ridiculous. All those advertisements where they have white couches, they're just crazy people. Right. Crazy. It wasn't even white. It was cream. It was cream. It wasn't even white. It was like that <laughs> off-white where you like you have all the carpet, like the carpeting off-white that you put you find in apartments. That like, I think it's just something that makes you think that it's new, but it was also way too big for our house. Yeah, especially when we moved, our just the layout of our living room was. We have much a smaller. 1930 house. Like, it doesn't have giant room yeah. in it. So we, we, over like a couple of years ago, we gradually replaced pieces one by one with stuff we just bought from resale shops. Like we're sitting at a, this tiny little love seat from the 60s that it's some awesome. guy had in the back of a warehouse. And there was this awesome wingback chair, which I still think is probably the best piece we've gotten. It is wonderful. Um, it's beautiful. You know, for a whopping $85, you know, from somebody around offer up. and uh, I probably start, it always feels like the winters when we actually are in our house enough to like start looking at our furniture. So like the one that is falling apart, that was. Yeah, this big leather chair that was kind of just a placeholder. Uh, for something better. Like, I, I, I've always wanted to get a chase, but I haven't found one that just is the right one. Um, and then we have, like, we have a toy box that we took from someone was throwing it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was like, unpainted. It, like, it was supposed to be, like, a craft kind of thing. And, and we have garage sale end table yeah. there. <laughs> we, were, we were walking to get ice cream, and we, we brought it on our way back. We saw it in so much yeah. trash. And then we painted it. It's cool. Yeah, and it works. I think it works all right. I mean, sometimes the lid doesn't stay up and it'll fall on a kid's head and they get kind of mad. But, <laughs> you know. Make it sound like it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Everybody gets their head hit every so often on something. Like, either they yeah. get smashed by the lid of a toy box or they get smashed by their sibling or, I don't know. So, yeah. So, yeah, you can furnish a living room for under, like, like 200 bucks or so. Yeah. Um which was our great... You just have to be resourceful. Yeah, you just, you, you, you bide your time and you wait for the We one could and... write the, like, the throwaway less culture book thing because she yeah. was all about that. She was like, you can sleep on your floor and buy your bed when you're ready to buy your bed. That's a good you point. You sleep on your floor until you're ready to buy your bed. Like, you need to save up your money. You don't need to, like, have credit card debt on this or that. Just go without. You know, with us talking about moving the kids around to different rooms, maybe that's what we can do for the time being is just make them sleep on the floor. Make who sleep on the floor? Uh, probably the boys. The boys just put the mattresses on the floor or what? I don't know. <laughs> just, uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what you, like, because that's fine. I know, I was, I'm half joking. I mean, because really, I just, I don't want to move beds and I'm going to move back in a matter of months. Uh, and we're so, not ready to, yeah, yeah, we got a few more months until we actually 
find a bunk bed set, which we could find one of those secondhand somehow. I guess it's worth a look. We have to be pretty, if I, we want to put it in the spot. Where oh, that's I, true. It is a small room. Yeah. There actually were a few room. on Amazon where I'm like, I don't know if that's going to fit. Because, like, if I talk about, like, the maximum clearance for the door, like, when we you see the door all the way out. We might have to do an Ikea thing, huh? Like, it's, it's, what do you mean by that? Like, because they have smaller ones. Oh, I guess it's worth a look. I should look on there. I was... There's so, there's only so many inches you can shave off because a twin bed is seventy eight inches long. I know, but there are um, IKEA has those like. Remember that our friend has that beach house that had those slightly smaller beds. Do you remember that? Oh. Uh... They could like stack like four beds into a room. And it was somehow a slightly smaller mattress or something or something. Oh really? Small. You don't remember this? I didn't remember the bedroom. The one that was like in. I remember the base, the bedroom downstairs. I had. No, not that person's house. Oh, okay. Um, Or one that lives in the neighborhood that um, their mom had the beach house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I didn't remember looking at the beds. You did, and you were like, oh, these things are so great. Oh. This was so long ago. We had like. Ephraim was a baby. Yeah. Ephraim was a baby. So if Ephraim was a baby, then, oh, goodness. I guess that would be worth a, a long time look. Ago. I mean, part of me liked just being compatible with the normal twin size. And I think we could do it. Like, there's some that say they're, like, the dimensions are literally, like, 79 inches on the on the actual, like, You want to be bare bones and stuff all the yeah. dresserness. We have, we, have, we have, definitely have 80 inches of clearance. I think we could go a half of a quarter inch in the... The door might actually open the same amount it opens today because there's stuff behind it. It might not actually be that bad. Which way are you thinking of putting these beds? Right when, like, right where when you open the door, right there. Like, yeah, because that maximizes the rest of the space in the room. Okay. And it keeps the attic door accessible. Okay. And all the windows free. Okay, and then what are you gonna do with the rest of the room? Um. Well, they have a dresser. Okay. And whatever else they want, they could fit in a nine by nine space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that what it's down to when you do that, or is that less? It's less than that. Well, yeah, it's less that. when you put the beds in, of course. So like a six by. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to keep the futon in there. That's for sure. Well, I know that. I mean, that thing's like need to just be tossed anyway. Yeah. It's. Anybody want a futon? Anybody need a futon? We will give it a, you know, just give that. We can, like, upcycle it. I mean, because we get all this stuff for cheap or free anyway, so mm-hmm. it's not a bad, I may, you know what, never mind. I will charge $4 on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to if you're gonna free cycle, don't free cycle on Craigslist, because if you say this thing is free, you will everybody, get you get too many responses. 50 responses in put five some, minutes. To put some barrier entry on it. What, do we try to give away a couch? Yeah. Which now I'm wondering if we should have given that away or not. Yeah, that couch would have been okay to have it for sure. I think we would have gotten rid of it by now, but we might yeah, have kept it Yeah, but it, it would have been maybe like, I don't know. It's like well, it's much smaller than the other one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we didn't know what we liked then. It's okay. We're learning. Mm-hmm. It's the thing. Like when you get married and you're like 23 or 24 is what we were. 
you grow a lot in like 11 years and I'm pretty sure I'll grow a lot more in the next 11 years and the next 11 years after that as long as I'm still alive because I don't know like do you still grow in heaven like or do you just know everything because of what you need to know I don't know that's a good question sorry I'm being philosophical yeah. very good question yeah anyway now that you know all our um, furniture buying plans, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing these days, Keith? Oh, uh, I don't know. What am I doing? Am I doing stuff? Um, You're painting something. I painted a little bit of stuff. That was a monumental event. I mean, it rains a lot, so... You're doing Conquest with the kids. That's yeah, an interesting yeah, I'm program. Yeah, kind of helping lead the so program. So what is church. this thing about? Like, what is this program about? It's about... It says leadership skills? Oh, well, they have, like, a, a virtue that they focus on for six weeks at a time. They they split it up in different groups of kids, so we're the father-son group that's, the like, up guys. to, what, fifth grade or something like that. So do you have more than father... Do you have more dads in that group besides you guys leading it? Um, or are you the not, one? Not you know. You know we. I don't think we've ever had everybody's dad in there. But you sometimes get other dads. Because sometimes they they sit in. Okay. But they haven't really done anything yet. Um, okay. that's okay though. Maybe we'll. we'll no, I was just flow. wondering, like, since it's the father son group, yeah. like, shouldn't there be fathers there? Like, but. Yeah, I'm still understanding what that means. I mean, you're obviously there for your kids. Yeah. Well, they couldn't. They, they couldn't have it last year because they didn't have uh, fathers to volunteer. So I think they kind of mixed in with the older kids or something. Ah. Um, so they they have a, a virtue they focus on, and they'll have activities like we had a quiz activity which ended in bloodshed. Um, <laughs> Is that what it was? Like you had to get something right? Uh, yeah. So right? so the whole idea they you know they wanted you to like have like two kids face off and like they would try to buzz in first with the answer so we needed a way to quote unquote buzz and at first we had like a hat in the middle of the table and the first one to grab the hat but inevitably when that happens as soon as one person starts grabbing the hat the other kid tries to grab it too and they just start tugging the hat yeah so then i said hey what if we have you you put your cap on your hat on because everybody had a hat because they give off the shoulder conquest hats out and you th- throw it down on the table so you take it off your head and you place it down on the table and that's the first one to put it down on the table is the one who gets the first chance to answer the question and um, the first time our eldest son um, he went to take off his hat to answer the question instead of pulling his hat off of his head and bringing it down he decided to bring it straight down so he literally pulled on the bill of his cap <laughs> without removing the hat so he pulled it straight down and literally bashed his nose in the table <laughs> he had a nice bloody nose apparently yes. that went everywhere because i saw the aftermath of the shirt and yeah the... at least that wasn't until we were in the bathroom and he kind of just blew his nose without having tissue i could see him like he doesn't <laughs> handle <laughs> like things that are outside of his control or i mean i don't know just disaster very well i guess yeah. he probably gets it from me i kind of freak out in disaster too i've gotten better about it i don't know i think i'm better about uh-huh. not freaking out in disaster but i definitely used to i remember what was it that i was afraid someone had 
they found like an old rat poison in the in the garage and it was like freaking out that someone had eaten it or something i don't know oh i don't remember that one and i was just like not rationally thinking about it you weren't (sighs) worried about that scammer the other day (laughs) okay i don't know like it's just because i'm like i realize now that I couldn't have reasoned with him to tell me that he was not being truthful the mm-hmm. whole time. But I just want to be, like, a person talking to a person and be, like... I think it's because I want to take everybody at face value. And I know that that's probably not the way to do it. Like, that there is evil in the world and there are people that are constantly going to try to trick you. Well, and they want to call you up because it's easier to, to, to convince you that they're legitimate and heartfelt on the phone that they're deadly serious but he was totally not and i was like i had many flags against him but i was just like okay i'm just gonna and he just like didn't want me to call you i was like of course if he doesn't want me to call you like that's probably not okay yeah like he wanted to prey on me who probably didn't know as much but i'm just like yeah no i'm gonna do this (laughs) so this is one of those those scam calls you like I, th- I feel like i was more familiar with them like they would claim they were from microsoft but this one he used mac lingo he said he was like from apple or something but he didn't know how to find the he didn't know where things were which i was like if you don't know how to get to the right things oh he was like, trying to give you directions that were he wrong. was trying to give me directions but he he was wrong oh i missed that part but anyway he, like, he was he was claiming that you're computer was under attack by hackers or something like that yeah and he gave me hackers names they were like names like they were really generic (laughs) really generic it was what like sam williams or something like that sam williams was hacking her laptop supposedly yeah this is actually like it's it seems uh like a little more obvious to me because i deal with computers and i like I have to understand the ins and outs, but it actually, I mean, um, obviously, warning flags are going off for you. But yeah. there's a lot of other scam type things, whether it's somebody actually calling somebody and trying to, you know, perpetrate a scam, or just people sharing false information on Facebook that isn't immediately obvious. Uh, like it kind of reminded me of a scam that was going on a few weeks ago, where people were posting that um, sex traffickers were sending people these texts that would say like come be my friend blah 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 with and they would have a link in it and the link if you clicked on the link they said they claimed that uh, they would install a tracker quote unquote on your phone and then sex traffickers could track you down um and so, like steal you is that what they're trying to do? i guess presumably now there's several red flags obviously there's a technical red flag which is what have occurs to me I've, I've interviewed for companies that are highly interested in passive phone tracking technology and if there was a way to click on a link and have a tracker quote-unquote whatever that is installed on your phone they would be highly interested and I know for a fact that their solutions were much more technically complicated than that and required a lot more user opt-in um, so that was the part of the thing where it's like it definitely doesn't pass the smell test for me because I know I program phones. I know what the phones are capable of. Um, but even beyond that, if you're just familiar in general with how sex trafficking works, they don't 
go, you know, they're not hanging around Walmart looking to steal your kids or something like that. It's not very efficient. Um, sex traffickers often deal with vulnerable populations like, um, you know, undocumented immigrants or refugees or, um, and, and the, you know, it's often like a grooming type relationship. You know, they can't just, it's difficult for them to just go randomly yank somebody. You know, they don't know who's going to come after that person and they don't know how that person's going to react. But if they can find someone vulnerable that, you know, they can entice, that's much more attractive to them. So besides the fact too, if, if someone was just tracking you with your phone, like how would they even know whether you're like male or female? True. Um, so, you know, definitely, definitely, if, I mean, really probably we're at this point where if you see anything posted on Facebook, you should be skeptical of <laughs> Like the fact that it's posted at all is probably yeah. reason enough to distrust it, but. Yeah, unless it's like a recipe, and even then you want to try it out. <laughs> yeah. Like, some recipes could be really awful. Oh, I was just saying that could be like the new fake news is spreading like fake recipes. Fake recipes. Like. Okay. You think it's gonna make brownies, and really, it like makes like sludge or something. <laughs> yuck! 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 Or you just like leave an ingredient. Hey, we made pumpkin cookies yesterday, and they got eaten all by today by the free forest kids. They like oh, love them, and they were like the healthiest pumpkin cookies because I put double the amount of pumpkin in, and then I used whole wheat flour, and then I like like two thirds the sugar. So, I mean, I guess I could have had the sugar and then it would have been even healthier. But I thought they were pretty darn good and healthy cookies. And everybody ate I every single one of I enjoyed the couple I got. <laughs> I know. Now I know where they all went. They all went to Free Forest School. Because I asked the kids, like, kids, what should we take? And they're like, pumpkin cookies. And I'm <laughs> like, okay. And you know what, though? The thing is, is that I'm actually kind of glad that they ate them because I don't think they were kind of a cookie that would stay very long because they were so moist that they probably would have gotten moldy. Oh, yeah. So, the double the pumpkin, the doubling of the pumpkin, like, probably was good for taste, but not good for longevity. Doubling the pumpkin has consequences. It does. It does. You know what's also sad today? I went on the mantle and I was looking to, you know, to try to make more pumpkin and it was a moldy pumpkin. Oh no. So it was moldy and then some, two other little ones were moldy so I just threw out, oh, so I just put them all in the compost. That's sad. I know, it was so sad. Maybe I'll have to take some of the ones outside in. I'll do that. And I have that big guy. I don't know what the heck kind of squashy thing he is, but. How do you have that color? I don't know. Is he just the Ziggy's guy gray? says that he is. Yeah, I think it's just. This is one of those ornamental squashy things. They just okay. do that. It's just like a solid gray. It's weird. It's gray is blue, even. Yeah. I don't know. The, the Ziggy's guy says he sold it to me for three bucks and he said that it is edible. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to try it. It reminds me kind of like the big giant, like, crook neck ones we had. Mm -hmm. But it's like. Those look more like butternuts, so, like, they look more edible. Yeah. Like, whereas these are, it's gray. So you're like, that's not edible, but he <laughs> says it is, so. I mean, we'll cut it open and we'll find out. I should research gray squash are the edible. They're giant, and they, like, I mean, it's, like, a big carving pumpkin size, I think, almost. Yeah. It's pretty big. So, I'll have to see. I don't know. Yeah, so I was sad about the 
Well, if it Maybe. makes you feel any better, I feel like I've been pretty hit and miss on my roasting pumpkin seeds. Is that why you're like throwing some out? I haven't thrown. Well, I mean, or did you just did you just end up putting it in the wrong space again, and it was where the dirty dishes were? Oh, that was probably it. Oh, okay. I hope that I didn't get like. Did you use them somewhere else? Because I'm hoping someone else didn't like, put it in there. Oh, I guess I should. I thought that I moved them over. Okay, I'm glad if you did. You should not put I tried in these, the dirty like, dish. to make these chocolate cinnamony ones, and I feel like I got the ratios wrong this morning. It's not sweet, sweet enough. I woke up to, like, a very smelling good house, though. Yeah, roasted. Like, the smell that came out was pretty good. I mean, roasting cinnamon and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But it kind of, I don't know if it got a little burnt, or it's just too much cinnamon, or what. Like, I all of a sudden thought you had made more, like, pumpkin cinnamon things or something. And I was all like... <laughs> Yay, more treats to eat. And then, pumpkin, no. Was our pumpkin cinnamon thing I made before? No, but guess what it smelled like. Okay. I want to make a theoretical pumpkin cinnamon thing. Pumpkin now. cinnamon thing would be excellent, wouldn't it? That could be the name of the recipe. And then, and when I post it, I'll make it a fake recipe. Like, I'll swap out sugar and salt. And I'll be like, this is an amazing recipe, guys. Everyone should try it. And it'll call for, like, a cup of salt. My brother did that once. Like, he mistakenly... <laughs> made cookies that way and so somehow this, the running joke is that he's no longer allowed to make cookies because he swapped out the sugar and salt <laughs> and so like he became incompetent in recipe making i don't know if it like completely held true because i definitely remember him making things afterwards but we always joked about him like not being able to cook yeah yeah it's hard to live that one down probably everybody makes those ingredient swapping mistake once or twice yeah, I don't know. I mean, salt is like well, salt usually is a food container. Yeah, it's pretty container. hard to do. Unless you like have a giant like cellar of it, I guess. I, I would. I guess I would always say it would be easier to do if, say, you had a small amount, only a small amount of granulated sugar that you needed a recipe. It would be easier to accidentally throw in a similar amount of salt. salt. Yeah, that's true. Well, my eyes are tired, so I probably should say goodbye. Okay. We have 30 minutes. Yeah. So, goodbye. goodbye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.